face fuckers. I have no idea what that garbage is that I'm listening to. Uh, but hey, I'm in New Mexico. Where are you at? Where you is? It's Sunday, so I know you ain't working, you fucking losers. I know I'm going to get at least one or two messages of, of somebody that's like, I work every day, you fuckhead. I work every fucking day. Earning my hunt. When the fuck do you hunt? When? Ah, good for you. I don't have to work every day every, anymore to earn my hunt. I get to go hunting. <coughs> That's what this podcast is all about. Me bragging about me. Me bragging about me. Witness me. That's really what this particular podcast is going to be about. It's going to be a lot of of uh, just looking back on the fucking past and looking ahead to the future. Because, you know, that's what everybody's doing these days. You've got to stay with the trends, folks. All right? End of the year stuff. I love it. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... I haven't done it yet because I uh, I always wait until the very end of the year. I mean, you know, everybody has a different theory or of when you're supposed to post, you know, the end of the year fucking collage. It used to be collages, and now it's reels with some kind of fucking awesome music. You know, Green Day's... Uh, <laughs> Oh, what is that song that they always use for, uh... I've used it, too. I'm not making fun of you use this. Uh, like, uh, the breakup song that everybody used for their graduation song. You know what I'm talking about. Get that in there with a few fucking things. Throw a couple pictures of your family in. Just to, just to say, hey, I actually did spend a little time with the fam. What's funny is I'm making fun of all this. I'm probably going to do this exact thing eventually, maybe, who knows, fuck, I don't know, um, but, uh, but yeah, it's funny, because every, you get a lot of hate, not a lot, but you always got the fucking naysayers, like, Jesus Christ, I don't give a fuck what you shot this year, go fuck yourself, I shot twice as many animals as that, I just don't feel the need to post them. Well, sir, there's one of two people that will actually comment and dislike these type of any any success photos, really, but especially the, the end of the year stuff. One, the guy that didn't kill shit. <laughs> okay, this guy is the guy that maybe shot a doe, and I'm not making fun of these people. Like, if you, I am making fun of you. If you're a cunt, if you didn't shoot shit this year, but you're still fucking, like, you can enjoy other people's success, you are not who I'm talking about. You, sir, are, you'll have more success. Just keep going. Like, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the the fucking douchebag that's out there that's got to comment on everybody's shit negatively. 
you, first and foremost, can go fuck yourself, okay? That person, you're just jealous. That is just sheer jealousy, okay? The second type of person that's going to comment, or negatively, is going to be the guy that maybe did kill quite a few animals, maybe did have quite a few, you know, decent success, but nobody gives a fuck. (laughs) Nobody follows it. Okay, and I'm not beating my chest, because nobody follows me either. You know, I got like 12 people that listen to the fucking podcast. I got fucking... 10 people that follow me on Instagram. Who gives a fuck? Alright, I'm not saying you know, I'm some big fucking known person. Alright? Not saying that. But there are folks out there that are just like, I'm not gonna post because I'm above all of that. No, you're not. No, you are not. You are the same. You're a human. You have, you, you (laughs) especially if if you are negatively commenting on other people's shit, you are 100% envious of that person. Whether you can fucking admit it to yourself or not, I've done it. I've never commented on somebody's success negatively. Never, ever, never fucking ever. But have I thought some shit? Absolutely. Have I said some shit out loud to other people? You fucking damn right. Will I write it down? No. All right? That's that's crossing the line. <laughs> okay? Do a little self-reflection. All right? That's going to be what this podcast is about, too. Self-reflect on the fact that you, sir, aren't as good as this person or as good as this person appears to be online. No, I, I, it, it truly is. That's, I, I fucking fall into it too. I'm a hypocrite just like everybody else. I try to be better. And that's what 2024 is going to be all about. It's going to be about being better. I'm going to fucking be better. I'm not going to hate as much. I'm going to be more positive. Except for on this podcast. (laughs) Well, what's funny is I'm actually I'm actually extremely happy. I'm an extremely happy person compared to who I used to be in my younger years. I know I've talked about this a little bit. Me and my wife just had a conversation about this the other day uh, because I, I maybe this is a little too personal, and I'm going to try to leave some of it out, but. Me and my father do not get along well, all right? Uh, He can't... I'm not going to go into it, but he... We just don't get along, all right? He's... I'm not going to go into why. He raised me. I'm appreciative of that, 100%. I love him, but we can't get along. We can't get be in the same fucking room. The minute I'm around him, I get fucking irate. Some of his views have changed... Uh, some of his outlooks on things are just so, I, I want to say negative because everybody's going to be like, well, you're negative. You always talk shit. No, that's not negativity. That's just funny. <laughs> but anyway, it just, I get, I don't like how I get when I'm around him. 
so I had a blow up. My, my mother, she gets all concerned. This is way too personal, but who gives a fuck? She gets way, you know, involved and concerned. You know, everything's a fucking uh, big to-do, if you will. And the family's falling apart. That's not what it was. I just didn't want to be around him and let my kids see. Because my kids love him to death, and I want them to love him. And I want him to be around my kids because he's not as negative around them. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but um, anyway, my mo- my mom tells my wife that you know she doesn't think I'm happy. Well, God, my wife is like, Jake is way happier now than he ever has been, or than he was when I met him. Like, I've got a pretty good. Fu- I got it great. I got it fucking pretty fucking good. All right. I have a job that I don't hate. And then I don't have to do every fucking day. Only when I, you know, not when I need to, but I can, it's not like I'm working 365. There are, there are times, point in times where I have to work my ass off. Yes. But the juice, the juice is worth the squeeze and I make enough money. And the other times I can do what I'm doing right now, which is go fucking hunting. All right. Um, (laughs) so, and I get to hunt all over the place, all the time. Like, I'm always going somewhere. Um, I don't know how I couldn't be happy as fuck. Um, I'm starting to learn nutrition and, uh, you know, getting into fitness even more than I always have been. Getting into nutrition, trying to anyway. Um... I don't know. My mom mentioned something like, I just, she thinks that like me getting up early and, and that was part of my blow up with my dad. Like he's, he, again, too personal, but he wouldn't probably like it, but he doesn't listen to this. I, I wish he would listen to it because I truly wish my father would get, he's a hard working son of a bitch. There's no question about it. But his views on heart, on working is, have changed to be more, um, like he'll work from sun up to sundown, but he'll also walk out of the house, get in his gator that's in his fucking, right up against his house and drive 50 yards to the fucking shop. Like just walk over there. Like the, that kind of laziness is, I mean, he's not lazy, but what I'm saying is he's not into the whole, like, and I, it, it fucking bothers me a lot because I want him to be around for a while. You know, I want him to, but I've, I've, you know, I've told him, I like, I'm going to give him a, a, a fitness watch. And he said, that's the dumbest fucking thing you ever fucking said. I'm going to fucking throw out in the fucking garbage. Now I'm making my dad sound like that's pretty much how he said it. But I get where he's coming from. I get it. Like, I've been there. And when you're not into fitness and you're in that groove of being late, lazy is a goddamn epidemic. It is a fucking thing that I've dealt with. It's a thing that I will, that I just dealt with. Like, I had one lazy day the other day. One fucking day. I took one day off this week. I know I'm jumping around, but I'm just going to keep talking. I'm on a long drive here. Um, 
I took one day off. It was the day after Christmas. I actually worked out twice on Christmas. Quit bragging! Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm not kidding you. I took the day off. I ate garbage. I had been eating garbage anyway from all cookies and for two weeks before that. But I took one day off and I legitimately wanted to never work out again. Like, I'm like, nope. Maybe tomorrow, you know, the next day I didn't want to work out. It is a fucking poison that will fucking seep into your veins. And it only takes one foot off the gas to fucking make that happen. And it is fucking insane how hard it is. It's almost as hard as fucking nutrition. Nutrition to me is the hardest fucking thing there is. Way hard. I could work out for four hours a day. If that was what I deemed necessary. Uh, But to eat healthy, I still haven't got that figured out. And I'm trying. We'll talk more about that later. For 2024. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just... uh, Yeah, I was talking about my dad. I get it. I get... I, I understand. And he's getting older. His joints hurt. He's fucking worked his whole life. On his hands and knees, he was a flooring construction guy. Worked his fucking ass off. And then, you know, he always had a hobby farm on the side when we were a kid, which he fucking cleaned up. The man has done a lot. I'm not going to take anything away from him. He's done a lot. And he probably deserves to sit around, but I wish he wouldn't. Um, And that's where we butt heads. That and my views on hunting. You know, he grew up when hunting was... or. You know, he came up in hunting before everything was so fucking expensive and it became this big thing, which I get. You know, he's on that fucking Matt Ranella uh, extreme, you know, let's fucking kill all the new hunters. I don't even want to do it anymore because of it. And I, I, I see their point. And we'll talk about Matt later because I had somebody ask me about him. So remind me. Uh, but uh, no, I, I just, we just don't, I know I started this with my happiness. Um, but anyways, um, I'm just kind of trying to add context to what I'm trying to say. But in all honesty, when I look at my life right now, I sit down and I reflect which I do. I do this. I'm not as much of a fucking redneck dumbass as I come across. I actually do fucking have some thoughts that don't include the word fuck in them. Um, I do... I am a very happy person. <laughs> I, I. This is how I look at my life. This is how I judge happiness. For me. I look at what would it be like if I were to go back in time and grab myself as a high school kid or a middle school kid and I wasn't overly happy back then. I was fairly, you know, pudgy. I was kind of awkward. Just, you know, I mean, I wasn't athletic. Um, I didn't 
I didn't have a lot of drive in a lot of things. I still had some drive, but it was very... Um, I didn't know where to place it. You know, I didn't have a passion. I didn't have that. Um, so if I were to bring that person uh, to now, you know, I wasn't good with girls. I was, you know, I'm just, again, too personal, but not too many people listen, so who gives a shit? If I were to bring that little freckled, or not freckled, that little fucking pimple-faced fuck fat fuck here to and just show him a day in my life just say all right this is your life this is you you know you wake up at fucking four o'clock in the morning you go for a you can run five fucking miles at one time without stopping at a fairly decent pace like i remember running a mile in uh Whatever, whenever you had to run a mile, like I think it was middle school, you had to run a mile. It was the most dreaded fucking thing of my life. I don't even think I broke 10 minutes. And I just remember like getting lapped by the fast kids and just being like, this is the worst possible thing any human can do. I remember thinking that. I remember we had to do it a few years in a row and I just remember dreading it every fucking minute like holy fuck and then you know there's the kids that were running them in like seven or sub seven fuck I don't know and I was just like how is that even possible and uh, I don't think I could do a sub seven at this point in my life 36 years old I've never really tried but I've gotten in the low sevens I believe uh in multiple mile runs. And I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you for context. Like, okay, you ran, you know, I'd be telling this little fat guy, you know, get up, run five miles. Um, then your kids get up, make them some breakfast or whatever. You got beautiful fucking kids. Like, my kids are so cute. My daughter... She's got, she's in that awkward phase where she's lost her front tooth. So she's, she's still extremely cute, but it's just, she kind of looks like a hillbilly right now. But like, and my wife gets all the credit for, for that. And, you know, I'd show it this pudgy kid who can't even talk to girls. Um, my beautiful fucking wife. Um, who, by the way, was the prom queen, was the, she, back in her school, was, like, a popular kid. Like, if we were, if we would have went to school together, we wouldn't be together, in my mind. Like, I don't, like, I was not in her league. She was, and she would not agree to that, but I believe that to be true. (laughs) So, anyway... Then I would show this, you know, kid like, hey, you know, we go to work and some days we sit in this fucking office and it sucks. And then some days we put on a tool belt and we go fucking, you know, put up lights and, you know, run wire, do fucking shit. And, uh, 
make panels look badass. That's one of my favorite things to do with my job is to make pipes and panels and wires look really nice. Um, yeah, it's not like a, like if maybe when you're a young kid, but when I was a, uh, in high school, I remember wanting to be, to do something with my hands. I remember wanting to, um, you know, liking shop class and wanting, you know, that's all I knew. That's what I worked for my dad since I was, could barely walk, you know, and putting carpet scraps in a bucket. Uh, <clears throat> so that's what I want to do. I wanted to work with my hands. And, uh, I feel like if I showed this kid like, Hey, you can do this. You can do these big jobs that people don't think you can fucking do. Like people have asked me, are you sure you want to take this job on? It's in their mind, too big of a project for a shop as small as I run. Like it's only me and two other guys. I've had many instances, instances where guys have actually asked like, are you sure you want to do the sign this contract? And I've had instances, instances, Jesus fucking Christ, instances where I debated whether or not I should do it. But the challenge of it is what I liked. Um, so yeah, I mean, yes, it's not a fucking, I'm not a movie star. I'm not making millions, but I'm making a pretty decent living. You know, show the kid the books, show him my bank accounts, show him the fact that I, you know, live in a pretty, very nice house. I'm not, this is not a bragging podcast. I'm just telling you what's up. Live in a beautiful home with a bunch of dead animals on the wall and adventures that were paid for by pulling wire, bending pipe, making it look good, and... All of that house and business and everything is paid for. It's fucking paid off by taking risks on those jobs that people asked if I could do. So I did have somebody ask me, like, how do you, you know, get, uh, well, that's a podcast in in and of itself. And I've done them before, you know, the whole earn your hunt thing in the in the process. I'm not going to go over that, but that's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, you got to take some risks. <laughs> um, got to risk it to get the biscuit, right? But uh, I guess if that little fat kid didn't like the idea, I think he would. I I think me, I remember, I remember being a kid, being like a young kid, like seven, eight years old, helping my dad. We were laying flooring out at a, uh, some casino or doing something. And I remember seeing an electrician standing on a fucking ladder and thinking, that's what I'm going to do. Because look at that guy. Like, He's working here at the same place we are. He gets to wear a fucking sweet-ass tool belt. This is legitimately what I thought. I, I thought tool belts were cool. Um, and he doesn't have to be on his fucking knees. Like, you know, maybe it's a little easier on his body. Because I remember my dad, you know, just tearing his knees up, 
always complaining about his knees. It's like, that's what I'm going to do. And then, you know, you hear the fucking randoms out there. Everybody's like, oh, electricians make all the money. Well, I don't know as if I would... Fuck, I was just talking to a guy the other day. He's a goddamn carpenter. He might even listen to this. I'm not bragging on you, bud, but... He charges more per hour than I do. (laughs) Uh, And people are paying it. Good on him. Fucking A. Like, he's only been in business a couple years. He does, like, smaller remodels and and, uh, landscaping stuff. People are paying it. People are paying him more than they are paying a licensed fucking electrician. This is, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we're not going to get into that. But uh, so then, you know, maybe I get off early that day because I make the fucking schedule. And when I get done doing my shit, especially this time of year, this time of year, I can't fucking crush souls at work because there's not a, enough of them to crush. The only souls I'm going to be crushing is my my two employees and their families. It's just not enough work, um, so I'm I'm not going to lay them off and go do the work myself. I'm going to let them churn away, and I'm going to manage. So this time of year, I'm getting off early. I'm going home. I'm not sitting on my dick. I'm going to fucking go work out again, and I'm going to lift weights. I like the whole Cam Haynes. I know people hate on him, but he's a hard-working motherfucker. Like, to do what he does, especially when he had his full-time job, that's impressive. No matter who you are. Like, that's fucking insane. So, about a year ago, I saw that, and I was like, I'm going to work. I'm going to lift. I'm going to run a little bit, and I'm going to lift a little bit. So, I started doing that, and now uh, I'm trying to lift at least... Well, I started out four days a week. Now, I'm five or six days a week, maybe seven, depending. Um, but so in the afternoon I go home and I lift and I'm not overly strong, but this is like the first time in my life I've ever actually could see my fucking muscles. Like I've probably always had these muscles. I think I've taught, you know, and it's not a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like, let's not, let's not be fucking, my calling of muscles might be a little bit of a fucking stretch. (laughs) Like, like little bulges I don't know but I still don't have abs I don't know if I ever will um, but uh, unless I can get my nutrition on on point but I lift and I can feel myself getting stronger smarter with lifting it's a fucking thing that I've never really gotten into I never did when I was a kid I would hope that the fucking little fat fuck me would go back in time and be like I'm gonna lift and run that's what I took from that because I wish I had a little better better base for at least lifting. I think running is something that builds, I've built a little better tolerance to and maybe I had it uh, earlier in my life because I feel like I'm okay at it. Not good, but okay. Um, like little less than average, but fair. And then when I get done with that, the kids are home and I spend the afternoon hanging out with them cooking dinner and uh, you know maybe if I'm lucky you know the old lady tosses me one <laughs> let's hope she doesn't listen to this but he, seriously like I, 
that is a normal, like, average day in my life. And what that leads to is about, I, I don't know, spending about 100 days doing what I'm doing right now. Yes, these days suck. The travel days suck. Uh, but, hey, out of that spawned this podcast that you all fucking listen to, which is fucking weird. Um, but I get to do some incredible shit. Like, I've spent some time... Let's see. This... I'm gonna go... Now, I'm I'm fucking segueing into uh, the hunt recap, alright? But... Let's just think about this. Um, so far this year, I started out... Um, I mean, I've been in like four or five different states this year. I went to Canada twice. Um, no, I went to Canada three fucking different times. I went to Alberta twice and Northwest Territories once. I went to Alaska uh, once this year. I mean, fuck. <clears throat> and I'm not in the hunting industry. Like the young me would be like, how do you get to do all these things? The, the, the kid that <clears throat> sitting in his fucking room watching Fred Eichler go hunt 25 different species in a year going, how the fuck does this guy do that? I get to do that. Pretty much. I'm living that almost that lifestyle pretty I mean I don't I'm not saying I'm Fred Eichler because I fucking would never say that that's that that's fucking blasphemy Fred is beyond me but I get to live as close of a lifestyle as I as I can I just don't have a cameraman following me around I don't have a company telling me I have to you know get this money footage or do this or do that or go on this hunt or hunt this species. I get to do whatever the fuck I want. Paid for by me. Sponsored by fucking Downs Electric. It is amazing. If you're a young kid and that's that's why I that is the main fucking reason that I continue to do the podcast, continue to share things. I mean, I do it a little bit for, to stroke my ego. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm a fucking human. All right. Feels good. People are like, get, you know, like tell me they enjoyed a podcast or tell me that, uh, fuck, I don't know. Tell me I'm the man. Tell me I'm fucking whatever. Like I get some fucking, uh, Whatever ego stroking out of that. I don't know. It's if, if you act like you don't have that gene or whatever, you're not. Well, then maybe you're an alien because you're a fucking human, and that's the way humans are. That's how we're built, folks. Okay, it's okay. It's okay to fall into it. It really is. Don't fall into it too deep, though. That's the that's where I. That's the struggle. I try to keep the level head. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I lose it. Maybe I've lost it already. I don't know. But I'm trying to be humble as much as I possibly can. But also be... uh, I want to be 
confident. I want to be helpful. And I think that my message is work hard, play hard, and you don't need to get paid by any company. You don't need free shit. You don't need any of it. You can do it all yourself. That's my message. And I think it's a good one for a young person. That's why I do it. And I look at myself as a sub-average human. And if I can do something, I feel like anybody can. I know everybody uses that. Fucking Cam Haynes uses that same mantra. And maybe he truly believes it. I truly believe it. Um, But that's... I, I think that is... Uh, great for some, you know, if I could have one person, one young kid, and I've actually had a few people tell me similar stuff, but that was always my goal. One young kid to maybe someday down the line come to me and be like, Hey man, I, uh, you know, I was following you when I was a kid and I just decided like, this is what I'm going to do. And, uh, look at all the shit I've accomplished and just, I know no one would ever really do that, you know, because he, whatever. I just want, I don't even need to know it. I don't even need to know that that has happened. I just hope one person gets that out of it. I hope they steer away from this, not social media, like fucking share it. Fucking post all your dead animals. That's okay. You know, don't be licking goose, geese, don't fucking put, don't be humping deer, like, don't do stupid shit to get followers, just be a normal fucking outdoorsman, and go hunting, go hunting, don't do it so you can get free shit, don't do it so you can be on some fucking pro staff, just go for the enjoyment, and uh, fucking crush all the fucking industry guys. Go do that. All right? You don't need to be in the industry. Now, I'm not ragging on all the industry guys. Whatever. You know? I Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Some opportunity pops up. I'm not saying I wouldn't jump on it. You know? It, it would have to be the right thing. Uh, but I don't foresee that happening. Because I have systematically taken myself out of that realm by making fun of it for so long and engaging in it. I engage in it. No doubt. I'm not going to not engage in it. Everybody does. Even my buddies with the hate pages, they get, they engage in it as well. Not hate pages, but like CP6 and them guys, they engage in it a little bit. It feels good. Okay. And it's not a problem. As long as you do it fucking respectfully. You know, I I took a fucking load of shit over this last... I know I've already talked about it, but I took a load of shit for that coyote video. That coyote video should... That is as normal as outdoor fucking... An outdoorsman gets. Like, there's no possible way that a fucking trapper, coyote hunter, anything from fucking... 30 years ago that if he would have had a fucking video camera with him wouldn't have snapped a quick video of that 
Because that's fucking weird. It's not weird. It's it's just rare. You'd want to show it. You'd want to fucking document it. It's not fucking weird. It's not a bad... It's not me trying to fucking... I didn't... How the fuck would I ever imagine that video? It's almost got a million views. It's really slowed down. I don't think it... I don't know if it'll... I don't even know. I have, it's been a long time since I checked it. The last time I checked it, it had like... 980,000 views and a fuckload of negative comments. The only reason it's got all that shit is because the fucking hunters, I know I've already gone over this, these fucking high horse cocksuckers got on there and fucking started bad mouthing it and sharing the fuck out of it. It's not abnormal. It's not abnormal. Jesus Christ. Don't do abnormal shit though. You know, don't hump your fucking deer. Don't lay na- Don't do stupid shit. Just go and hunt. Take videos and pictures of of the actual fucking enjoyment of being out there. That's normal. That's normal. Share it if you want. I feel like there's no problem in that. All right. This actually would be a good way to segue into the hunt quietly. I know somebody asked me about that. Uh <clears throat> And then I'll go into my recap. This is going to be probably a long podcast because I've got a fair bit left to drive. And uh, i got a lot to say because it's been a long year. Um, the way I don't pay attention to that guy. I don't follow him. I think when he first came kind of out on the scene, on the scene, if you will, uh, I think, I think a, some of what he says has some merit for sure. Um, but he takes it so fucking far that it's like, it's just like the, the, uh, the far right and the far left, you know, the government stuff, people get so fucking like, I can't get on board with the far right either. Like the whole, you know, the psychopaths, the fucking Trump's running the country for, from, you know, his, uh, I don't know, like his closet, and then, I don't know, like there's so many fucking crazy things on the far right that I don't, I don't buy into, like it's, it's <laughs> or the far, like the far left is far, cra- like the far right is, we need a fucking revolution, we need to go to war, no, we don't. I don't want my family, my kids going through a fucking civil war. That's okay. We got all the guns. It will only last a fuck. No, it won't. It'll last for fucking years. Humans, I don't care how anti-gun you are. You start shooting at somebody, they're going to find a way to fucking shoot back. Okay? It's fucking survival. Shut the fuck up. In the far left, Jesus Christ. You're even worse with your fucking psycho babble about trans, transgender, and trans... I mean, I'm not even going to go into this. It's not a political thing. And I know very little about it. But that's what I... When somebody goes too far in anything, then, to me, they lose credibility. And I feel like that Hunt Quietly guy lost credibility. I mean, fuck, didn't he have Snyder on? I mean, what the fuck? I I don't know. I'm just going off of what somebody told me because, again, I don't follow either of them. And I didn't listen to it because I can't listen to fucking... I cannot listen to Aaron. I can't. 
There's all I hear is dum da lum da lum da bullshit. Dum da lum da I'm not full of shit. Like I literally know how he lies because I've been around him. So I cannot listen, and I can only fucking fathom imagine. The horseshit came. Oh, I don't like social media. I'm going to get off of social media. So, you know, bad mouthing the fucking people that he does exactly the same shit as, which I'm fucking guilty of. I'm not saying I'm not fucking doing the same thing right now. Uh, <laughs> Hypocrite. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I honestly think that nope I'm not gonna psychoanalyze I'm not a fucking qualified I just feel like it was a fucking squabble between brothers and he finally was just like fed up and said I'm just gonna go the opposite fucking direction Steve you're getting all this it's I I think it's I think it's a little envy envy I think it really is it's the same thing I talked about in the beginning of this podcast about you know the guy that's like I shoot 20 animals a year you don't see me posting them well, you, right there, you just showed your hand. Right there. Okay? You want to show him. No one gives a fuck. And you're jealous about the guy that somebody actually fucking pays attention to. I, I, just keep it yourself. If you really don't care, then maybe you don't agree with what that guy's doing. But if you truly feel good about what you're doing and how you're doing it, you don't need to say anything. There's nothing need, needs to be said. You know? That's, that's, fuck, that's, somebody should write that down. <laughs> um, all right, well, I don't know. I don't know if he's, if I, yeah, I don't know if he's truly, that's why he's doing his to fucking spite Steve, but. Ah, anyway, who? What the fuck would I know? I don't. I'm a redneck, and uh, I don't know much. <laughs> but all right, let's recap this year, okay? Let's go over it. I'm not gonna just. I'm not gonna like. I'll probably tell a little bit of the hunting stories. I did. I just listened to Cam's uh, podcast that he did to recap his season, and. Uh, Again, I like Cam. I think I just had somebody ask me what I thought about Rogan and Cam and their influence on the hunting industry. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that. I think hunting is changing, whether we like it or not. And I think that uh, those guys are kind of keeping it alive. And I know that it sucks that hunting is getting more popular. And I know, I I don't know. I just, I feel like as hard as, as the lefties are coming after it, having a little bit of awareness out there isn't a bad thing on such a big scale. Having a little bit of that out there. Yeah, it's going to fucking have a negative effect as well. But I feel like, the positive outweighs the negative because 
in my view, and this has come from an asshole that pays for some of his hunting. Not all. I get to, I get, I do plenty of public land, fucking fighting, you know, combat hunting. I've done plenty of that shit, and I don't like it. I don't like it like the other guys don't like it. But uh, I would rather my children come up, be able to hunt when they grow up. Than, and have to pay for it or pay for a better opportunity than not be able to hunt at all. Okay? That's that's my stance. I it's no matter what it's changing. <clears throat> Whether you like it or not, it's all the world's changing. Fuck. The world we're in is completely changing. For the better, for the worse, I don't know. Probably <laughs> a little bit of both. But uh, that's not why you pay for this podcast, so I'm not going to go there. Uh, Anyway, Cam did a podcast, told all his stories from the year. I listened to it, and the only thing I can say is he had to, like, kind of dance around. He has to dance around things a little bit. You notice on, on Rogan, or when he does, I don't listen to all his podcasts, but when I do, I get this feeling like he has to be real timid on what he shares and what he doesn't share. And I get it. That's true. I mean, yeah, there is some, you know, there is, I don't know. That's a fine fucking line. I don't feel like I need to do that, but I still do it sometimes. Um, not sure, not even sure why I'm telling you all that, but, uh, if I start bouncing around, I apologize. <clears throat> All right. Uh, well, I started the year with turkeys. And I'm going to tell you something. I went fucking hard on the birds last year. Hard on the birds. <laughs> I don't even really know why. I. Uh, well, I do know why. Because I made a friend in uh, my buddy Garrett Rosh. He guides for three out of the four of the Grand Slam. And I've always wanted to do a Grand Slam in a single season. That was kind of my goal at some point in my life. And I booked a Florida hunt. I was like, hey, man, let's just fucking knock all these bitches out at once. And I'm not going to go over that because if you want to listen to some of these these stories, they're fully entailed. You know, go listen to the rest of the podcast. Give me some more some more hits on that on those fucking episodes. Um, but I was able to go and shoot uh, the three of the four. Let's see, Osceola first, and then I came home and did a couple Miriams by myself. I uh, got my wife a bird and my daughter a bird and my son he hunted with me on one of my birds and then I went down south and hunted Kansas with Garrett <clears throat> shot my eastern in Kansas actually went down to fucking Texas had a fucking fiasco with a goddamn psychopath if you haven't listened to that episode go listen to my fucking me and Garrett's <laughs> episode about uh the uh, turkey slash axis deer hunt. The fucking axis guide was a goddamn nut. He was a nutbag. 
<laughs> it was insane. Um, but yeah, go listen to that episode. Uh, went down there, had a fiasco with the axis, hit a little bit, like literally two inches forward, end up having to shoot with the rifle. Garrett shot it. Uh, anyway, kind of a fiasco and then went back up and had a couple of days, took me a couple of days to finish my Rio up in Oklahoma, uh, south, southern, like we were legit like 20 minutes from the Texas border, uh, shot that Rio and all the birds that I shot with Garrett were fucking big, big old toms, um, which I'm not that big of a fucking, uh, especially with turkeys, I don't give a shit, uh, but it was cool to, to shoot three big mature toms, technically four I shot um, and then I just kind of kept going I had a buddy come out from my buddy uh, Kevin from Canada he's the guy hunted bears and moose with this year he came out and hunted turkeys Um, this year I did see it I did see a fucking uh, change in the uh, birds they were acting funny there wasn't as many of them it was just different it was definitely different in Nebraska. Um, he wanted to get one of his recurve, and I thought, no problem. But I had him come out a little later because that's when they get to moving. We went to my fucking honey hole, and them toms were gone. They had moved out. Uh, I think it had a little to do with some kind of... They put some fucking devices on them. The Game of Parks did to track them. I don't know. I feel like kind of feel like they moved them around on purpose not sure if that's i think it might be a fucking conspiracy theory but um yeah something weird happened this year but he ended up killing one with his uh shotgun we stalked in on it it was kind of a fucking weird deal they weren't responding to calls very well stalked in on this big cliff and shot it was pretty sweet and then uh me and garrett garrett came up and uh, we end up getting him uh, on a public on a public land bird in South Dakota. Did some fishing, and then uh, went to Wyoming. Both shot uh, birds with our shotguns. Big, big toms. He, his was fucking huge. Beautiful country out there. And then we turned around and went back and did uh, uh, my last South Dakota archery bird up on some private land that I had uh, uh, access on. So we had a hell of a year. Uh, I think I was a part of like 13 or 14 turkeys. Not bragging, but I'm just saying like I got, I had I had the time because work wasn't crazy busy and uh, I knew I was going to do that slam. A few buddies wanted to come up and hunt and my family hunted. <clears throat> so... Yeah, it was it was pretty good, pretty good run on the birds. God, it might have been more than that. I I think I shot seven. Yeah, it was probably like thirteen or fourteen. Um, but who gives a shit? I mean, like that's that's a lot for a non-guide, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> then I went, uh, ran up to Alberta, hunted with Kevin on on black bears it was just kind of a buddy thing hunter hosted me uh, ended up shooting a uh, a nice black bear with my recurve 
Um, not, I mean, it was just a baited hunt. So if you want to listen to that story, go listen to that. Po- I'm just going to keep referencing podcasts. There's podcasts to every trip I go on, just FYI. I don't even need to reference it. Just go back. You'll find them. Uh, like anyone's going to do that. Uh, <laughs> um, I The uh, Texas one is worth a listen. I won't lie. Like, that guy was fucking nutty. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know if I did much else that's in the spring. Um, then we... Uh, I guess my first fall hunt was... I feel like I'm forgetting something. But my first fall hunt was in... Technically in the summer. End of July, I went to... uh, Northwest Territories. That was a... As always, a a pure Jake Downs clusterfuck. Bunch of travel. Bunch of nightmare... And one day fiasco hunt. It was awesome. Ended up shooting my caribou on on the first evening of the of the well, it's technically the second day I was in, but we flew in the night before, uh, and then the next day we hunted all day, stalked a bunch of animals. Ended up having this one caribou basically run by me, and uh, was able to shoot him, drop him right there. Uh, it was amazing country, beautiful fucking deal. That was my 17th species with my recurve on the North American 29, which I've talked about this before. I don't think I'll ever get fully there, but I'm trying to just do as much as I can. You know, you never say never. Uh, Then I came home from that, ended up uh, first season that opened was Nebraska antelope, went and sportin' walked. A, uh, a goat out on some uh, Sandhills country that I had. Pretty sweet to do that. He wasn't a giant by any means, but goddamn, he tasted good. Actually, we just ate, we just had some of the backstrap the other day. I made, uh, I sliced it. I took it out. I hate to even say this, but I got this from Outdoor Alley. <laughs> I took the backstrap out while it was still kind of frozen. I sliced it thin fried it in some bear fat with, uh, I think I used, oh, fuck, what was it? Um, cornstarch. This is not a health, uh, recipe, all right? This is just a good one. And then I made, like, this honey and soy sauce and, I don't know, some other shit, ginger, um, like, sauce to go over the top. It was like a um, it was like an Asian type dish. Oh, fuck. It was good. Mongolian venison. I don't know. what. It was really good. Super tender. Like crazy, crazy tender. Um, but shot that goat. And then uh, went to... Uh, let's see. How did I go from there? I think from there I went to hunt with Ryan Rotier my buddy from South Dakota and nope that's not right I didn't go to that that was uh we did that later um that was later in September I think after 
after that antelope, I started hunting deer around home. And I don't think... I was honestly putting off... I had an elk tag. This this is one of the f- things that I wanted to talk about as far as um, things I failed at this year. I suck at elk hunting. One of my... Um, I suck at elk hunting and I'm almost like gotten to the point where I don't even enjoy going elk hunting anymore. I had a five point draw this year and I even scouted a little bit and I was going to fucking dive in. I was going to go hard for elk in September and I just kept putting it off and putting it off and doing this and doing that and going here and going there and uh, I ended up going on that hunt but I never fucking connected I never even on the last day I finally fucking heard a bugle and called not the bull in but I called a cow in and I had my compound at the time and I didn't couldn't get a shot I ended up shooting uh through some branches some trees and missed her uh, shot over the top couldn't get a good range I don't know just made a bad shot I'm whatever but I didn't go on that hunt till the end of September. I last I only had like five days to hunt it, and I just didn't put in the time. I regret that. I really do. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I spent September hunting the, pretty much the entire month. I shot a a uh, a night. I'm pretty sure I sh- that was in September. No, that was on October. I shot that mule deer in Nebraska. But I went to I shot a whitetail doe with my kids in the blind that was fun um and uh I went to oh that's right fuck I'm forgetting I had two fucking big failures in September um let me just jump off here real quick because it's a good place to start and my fucking I'm about to 60 minutes and this podcast is gonna shut off so I'll be right back can tell I'm in New Mexico and getting closer to the border. Uh, where was I? Oh, that's right. I was going to be talking about my fucking failures. Um, the first part of September I spent in, uh, Alaska. I went up grizzly hunting, uh, with Jonah Stewart and I'm not going to go over that hunt. It was probably the most brutal hunt I did this year. Not physically. Actually, physically, yes. We did a lot of driving and glassing. And it was hard. Like, it was fucking brutal. Just bouncing around on the road. I do not like that. But it's... Go listen Go listen to the podcast. We, ne- we had horrible fucking weather. I was up there for... I think I maybe had seven or eight hunting days. Um, But I was gone for the first part of September doing that. And then when I got back, I was going to go elk hunting. And I just didn't want to for a while. Honestly, just I wanted to stay home and hang out with the family. 
Uh, so I hunted around home a little bit, shot that deer with my kids, um, enjoyed just some, sometimes I love, I love hunting and maybe I wouldn't, honestly, I, if I didn't have a family, which I wouldn't trade it for that at all, I wouldn't go that route. Um, but I could be a fucking nomad. I wouldn't miss home. Um, but I, I miss those guys and they miss me and I know they do. So I, I want to spend some time with them. So I, I kind of purposely didn't go elk hunting right after that just to be home for a little bit. And then, uh, Ryan called and was like, Hey man, if you want to come, the, uh, the goat hunting's looking pretty decent again. They'd had a bunch of rain. So it was kind of one of them deals where he's just like, Hey man, I'll let you know when things are, uh, drying out or whatever you can come up. So he called, I was like, ah, fuck, I was going to go elk hunting, but I'll just go at the end of the month. Screw it. I'm just going to wait till the end of the month. So I went up to, uh, to Ryan's sat in the blind for a couple of days trying to kill this fucking gnarly goat he had. It had like a horn that like curved downwards. Oh, I fucking wanted that antelope. I saw him a few times and there was a fucking giant out there. Uh, but he, that, that big goat never came to my water, uh, while I was sitting it. Um, he did anyway, um, had a smaller, you know, I I don't antelope for me. uh, I want the meat and I'm not saying I won't trophy hunt an animal or pass antelope, but, um, sometimes I just like, I, I like shooting them. I think they're one of the coolest animals out there. So I had a, like a medium goat come in, wasn't going to pass him, actually shot over the first one. Then I was like, God, damn, what a piece of shit, right? <laughs> and then uh, later that day had a, had a one about the exact same size. It wasn't the same antelope. Might have been just a little bit smaller. Come in and I shot that cocksucker right in the heart. <laughs> it was, uh, that was awesome. Um, died right by the blind so not a lot of story not a lot of meat on that story for you but it was well it was exciting I get I get revved the fuck up sitting in a blind waiting for an antelope to come in I really do especially in that scenario where I could just see him all day long I could see him and what's funny about antelope is they stay they come towards you like they're coming like like all of a sudden a buck will just fucking break off from his does and walk 300 yards towards you get to 200 yards from your water look around not spooked not even looking at anything in particular and then just turn around and walk back like I have no fucking idea what's going through their minds um, it's just fun watching him. You get that revved up, and then he, then he turns around, and you're like, ah, fuck yourself. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's always fun. I love sitting on water. It's a, it's the most mentally challenging hunt. There, Actually, it's the second most. Sitting in that fucking vehicle for 12 fucking hours, bumping along a road, dealing with fog and rain and and not being able to see what you want to see, the country you need to see to find the fucking bears. That's probably 
the worst. Uh, I hate riding in a fucking car. Like, this... My body cannot take sitting like this. I my Like, after today, I will be so goddamn sore. Uh, I got 15 hours in that I'm doing today. Now, I just will fucking be in bad shape. <clears throat> but after the antelope, Ryan had a couple days before he was heading on something. He was going to go hunting somewhere. Um, and I love hunting with Ryan. Like, I love hunting with his guides. Uh, Joseph's cool. Fucking, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Chase. Chase is badass. Troy's badass. I've hunted with all of them over the years. They're all awesome. But I truly, like, me and Ryan, they're actually, like, I consider him one of my best friends. Even though he hunt, still hangs out with Snides. Um, <laughs> I give him a pass. Uh but I love hunting with him and he had a couple days so we were cruising around and we end up finding this fucking awesome I called him the caribou buck which I don't name deer but this one was just so cool go listen to that podcast if you want to hear the whole story but I ended up six yards from this fucking deer and this is something I learned this year this is something I really I it might have been I don't know I don't want to get too fucking philosophical here but it, it actually kind of changed the way I hunted um, the rest of the year but I got within six yards of this deer I could hear him fucking breathing <sighs> he was old as fuck like he was ha- he was having some- maybe that's why I got him killed because he was fucking I think he might have been blind in one eye um, but all I could see was his rack in the brush it was kind of bobbing and a few times I had to look at the fucking horizon because my eyes hurt so goddamn bad he finally stood up and he was right there and the thing none of anything matters go listen to that podcast because I talk a little more about this but there was no way that deer was getting away like in my mind and I maybe have had this before but it actually clicked like I actually fucking harnessed the confidence or whatever it was like that deer was dead I, I had scenarios fucking for everything. Um, if he, I couldn't even tell which way his if his ass was towards me or away from me. I was like I had every possible way. He was not leaving there without an arrow. Um, and of course that can it can happen that he would would leave. But I feel like I ended up shooting that deer almost hard as hard quartering as I've ever shot an animal and maybe wouldn't have taken that shot and maybe won't take it again on a different animal different situation but in that scenario it was what was required to kill that deer and I wanted it and I fucking I don't know I harnessed the fucking power I guess I don't know but yeah it was honest to god that was one of the biggest highlights of my season and I hate even saying it. Um, there was two animals this year that were like extra special. And I don't even know why. That one, because I was so close and because I felt invincible in that moment. And I actually fucking uh, somehow almost... And I, I dissected it. Like, I dissected that in the in that t- 
time frame. Like, when I was there, I was fully there, present. Nothing was getting away. I wasn't thinking about anything else. It just, that was super special. I told Ryan, and I was with Ryan. Ryan was behind me, like, 50 yards sitting there. And I got to share that with him. And now, I just, I don't know. Like, it was just extra special to me. Not to get all fucking rainbowy on you, but... Uh, that one and then my moose, which I'll get to later. Uh, those are the two that really were the most. If you had, if I had a gun to my head, I had to say, you know, what was, what two hunts fucking were the most special. I don't know why, but that's they were, you know, different reasons. Um, so I ended up shooting that deer. I think that day it was really cool because that day we had snuck into under ten yards of. One, two, three, four. I think four deer. I think four different deer that morning. Um, it was, I don't know, it was just really fucking awesome. Uh, so from there, I finally had to go elk hunting. Oh, woe is me, right? But I was... I was stretching it as far as being gone. I'm always gone pretty much all of September, but it started pretty quick early, you know, end of July or first part of August and then end of August, uh, antelope hunting slash grizzly bear in Alaska. Um, so, I mean, <clears throat> I was missing the kids and I don't know what, I might do a podcast at some point about that it never goes away but there are some tricks to mediating it uh remind me remind me to do that podcast when i'm out of hunting when i'm not hunting and i need some fucking content for you fuckers uh so i gathered my shit and went and you can listen to that podcast it was i fucking covered some miles i'm terrible elk hunter so i just never found the elk. I think most of those elk um, do most of the rutting on on private land. That's kind of what I gathered. Private land slash in town. Um, but uh, like I said, I the only thing cool about that hunt is I fucking went about every different direction you could do as far as camp wise. I spent a couple, two or three nights uh, backpacked in way in. Not way in. Like four or five miles way in as far as elk hunting goes by myself um and uh did the backpack thing did the uh truck camp thing with my big tent my cot um did the whole throw my cot out behind my truck and sleep under the stars um it's just it was just cool because I like being able to have the options like everybody wants to be this fucking hardcore backpack hunter and that's fine I don't there it definitely is and some advantages to getting far back but these days you're not going to be the only one back there for sure no doubt no question and uh, sometimes it's not warranted you know I mean there are people that try to backpack hunt Nebraska every fucking every mile has a goddamn road on it 
this asshole's cowboy past me. I should just swerve at him. Oh, it's a woman. Who knew? <laughs> um, sorry, female listeners. I have a couple, I think. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I do whatever is the most advantageous way of, of hunting. And, uh, that was cool on that hunt. And the interactions I had with the elk in the tiny little piece of public between the, the private land was cool. I couldn't get him to come off of the private. And if I had a couple more days, I definitely could have killed at least a cow. And I wasn't going to be at the, you know, at that point I wasn't going to be, I just shot whatever, whatever was legal. I would have shot it. Um, but, uh, you know, so I guess that was not a failure, but it definitely wasn't. <laughs> it was a failure because I didn't do what I told myself I was going to do. 100% a failure. Not because I didn't kill an animal. It's because I didn't go when I told myself I was going to go and I didn't spend the time I was going to spend. Do I regret it? Maybe a little, but I don't really because I got to spend a little extra time with my kids and I got to hunt with Ryan and have one of the most memorable uh, deer hunts I've ever had. So, nah, six and one half a dozen in the other, right? Um, after that, I was home for a couple of weeks. Um, then me and, and then I met up with Garrett. We went up and did uh, Alberta moose. And if you have been following me at all for very long, you know that moose are my goddamn nemesis I always have said elk are my nemesis which are which is true but it's mostly because it's mostly my fault on on elk because I've just never really put in the time to be a good elk hunter I'm always hunting them amidst hunting other things even this year I was thinking about my tag applications and I'm like well I could draw a deer tag here and then I could get this elk tag and then I'm like you stupid motherfucker like, quit doing that shit. Like, it's always fun to have a fucking deer tag in your pocket when you walk up on 180-inch deer and you don't have a fucking deer tag and you're hunting elk. But I always find myself chasing deer instead of elk or chasing moose instead of elk, you know, and I've had my cow tags. It's just, that's my fault. But moose, these cocksuckers. I had a guy ask me the other day about moose hunting. And it doesn't, I don't, don't take offense to this, but I don't think he's killed a ton of animals. Um, and he wants to go moose hunting. And I'll be honest, I don't, if, if you are listening, sir, I didn't tell you this, but I'm gonna now. It wouldn't be my choice of an animal to go after if you haven't killed a bunch of other stuff. Like if you just killed some deer, even if you've killed a lot of deer, and that's the only thing you've killed, like go antelope hunting, go mule deer hunting if you haven't shot a mule deer go elk hunting even uh bears i i just i i'm not saying moose can't be an awesome hunt but how many of these motherfuckers do you know that have gone on 10 day hunts 12 day hunts fuck i know guys that have gone on 12 day hunts and never seen a fucking moose in like really good areas in alaska guided fucking moose hunts now, I also know guys that have, you know, gotten lucky, not lucky, but 
gone and had epic hunts and called moose in. Moose hunting is not hard because the animals are fucking witty. Or, not witty, but smart. They're not They're not the brainiest. Fu- I mean, they're not going to fucking wind you and run towards you. But they're not the brainiest fucking animals. Like, I think Steve Rinella's, he just killed his first, and he's been on, like, four... And I'm not saying anything negative about Steve. I'm just saying, like, he is... A, and he's rifle hunting, like, in probably some pretty decent areas. At least some of them. So, not... Like, it's not a fucking... I like... I like a hard animal where there's a fair number of them. All right? I like antelope. I like, uh, you know, ibex hunting in in New Mexico is one of the toughest hunts there is because the animals are so fucking hunted, so sharp. But Jesus Christ, there's a lot of them. So if you fuck this one up, you go after the next one. I enjoy that a little more than I do the fucking hunt for 12 days and, and get one opportunity, maybe. Now, am I not going to do those hunts? Absolutely, I'm going to do those hunts. But um, that's why there's just not one around every corner, okay? Uh, Now, I will say, I will caveat this. Here's another fucking podcast if you want to go back. The the two podcasts I recommend listening to, if you haven't already, are with my buddy Garrett. Me and him get together. It's fun. He's a fucking funny dude. Like, the shit that comes out of his mouth is fucking hilarious and uh, I mean off air it's even better (laughs) okay but uh, yeah our moose hunt was I I don't even know how to describe it Um, I ended up shooting a bear now granted it wasn't a huge bear but it was a bear that I chased up a fucking tree like I've never done that and I wanted the meat and uh, again Another caveat, it was some of the best meat I've ever had. Um, so, whatever. I didn't, I don't care. Like, I didn't care about the hide. I gave it away. I wanted the meat. Um, shot a bear. I shot a deer and wounded it. Ended up finding it uh, like three days later because I shot at a coyote and missed him. Went up there to get my arrow and found the deer. How fucking insane is that? That's crazy. Um, took a little hate over that one. Oh, fucking shitty ass fucking bow hunter. Fucking another bow hunter wounded another fucking animal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not laughing at. I don't want to wound animals, but fucking happens. And some of that shit I post as respectfully as I can, mostly to show younger hunters that, uh, yeah, it happens to everybody, you know? I don't just fucking shoot and every fucking animal falls over dead in my pickup. That's not how fucking hunting goes. Now, am I going to post a picture of a, of a fucking deer I shot in that fucking neck? No. No, I'm not. Will I tell somebody about it? Absolutely. If they're getting down about something they did or whatever. Yes, I will. I will do that. Um, I don't know. There's a line and maybe I've crossed it. Maybe I haven't, but... I do what I want. <laughs> um, that was an awesome hunt. I shot a bear, a deer. Uh, my Garrett shot a fucking giant deer, like a hundred and God, I don't even want to say mid one sixties, maybe, maybe bigger. 
uh, Buck, I was right behind him. We were on the river in the canoe. Shot the fucker at like 12 yards in the chest. Oh, my God. Probably one of the most epic... Jesus Christ, I just used the word epic. Sorry! Um, probably one of the coolest experiences I've had where I wasn't holding the bow. Um, and then he shot a moose and I shot a moose that we fucking stalked in on and he ran by us. Go listen to the podcast. It was pretty unbelievable. I think I need to get off this podcast for a little bit here. I think I'm in a place where I need to turn pretty soon. Um, we'll just pause there. The, that moose hunt was awesome. Um, if you're looking for a, a reasonable priced moose hunt, go with Kevin. I've hunted with him a lot. He's a good dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, but it, don't expect... I mean, don't expect craziness, all right? It, it's going to be... I know he filled me and my... For me and Garrett to shoot that many animals in... I don't know. We were up there eight, eight nine days. Uh, something like that. Seven, eight days. I can't remember. Um, and then he filled his uh, one of his other clients out with a big, nice bull rifle hunter. I'm not promoting. He, I get. I paid him. You know, we don't. I don't have any deals with him. Like it's his job. You know, if he hired me to do electrical work, which he wouldn't because he's an electrician. <laughs> uh, you know, I would charge him. So <clears throat> anyway, I'm gonna. I'm going to pause the podcast right there because I am fucking hungry. Don't worry. I'm going to have me a steak and maybe a salad. And then I'm going to jump back on here because I'll be on the road again. And we'll just keep chugging away. I'll remember that I am just finished up the moose hunt mid-October. And uh, away we'll go. Stay tuned. in it back in the studio oh man it is still fucking December 31st right yes sir it's now 5 p.m. I've been at it since fucking four oh god my god my ass hurts I hate these long drives and uh, <laughs> I just stopped in Albuquerque and uh, yeah it was I actually went I'm going to talk a little bit about my goals and things that I'm going to attempt to do better next year. One of those things is is uh, nutrition. It's a constant battle of mine. But today, I started the day out thinking I was going to do good. And then 
when about three hours in, I saw a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I said, fuck it. And I had a sandwich and a donut. I just said, I'm on the road, it's fine. When I'm on the road, I eat junk. That's how I do. Well, folks, when you're on the road as much as I am, which I'm not, it's not like I work on the road, so it's not that bad, but I do spend quite a bit of time traveling nowadays. It's not good when you just allow yourself to be a fucking fatty. So today, I I did not allow myself Plus, I was listening to a, a fucking Huberman podcast for three hours, listening to the devastation that is sugar. I already knew that it's not good, but motherfuck. Ah. And I'm so addicted. I mean, I am fucking hook, line, and sinker addicted. I would snort that shit off a fucking stripper's ass. And I mean a male stripper. <laughs> Oh my god, I just lost half my followers. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking! It would 100% have to be a woman. (laughs) But she doesn't have to be attractive, alright? Just saying. That's how bad it is, folks. Uh, But I forced myself not to eat. I said, fuck it. I'm going to wait until uh, I get to... I'm going to get to like 3 p.m. I'm not going to eat lunch. I got some jerky here in the truck that I can snack on. And then I'm going to go to a fucking steakhouse. I'm going to go to a nice steakhouse. And I'm going to order me a big old fucking huge ribeye. And I'm going to eat half of it. And I'm going to take the rest with me. And then I'm going to eat the rest of it tonight at the hotel. And that's what I did. I made it happen. I'm not going to lie. About 12 o'clock, had I been driving past a fucking Chick-fil-A or something, it might have been different. (laughs) But uh, I'll be honest. I kind of, as I was going to... Well, at first, I went... And I'll get back to hunting recap. Just a second. Just a second. Um... I'm trying to tell you about my struggles in 2023 so I can tell you how great I'm going to be in 2024. God, this road fucking sucks. Um, It's only a fucking interstate. Uh, (laughs) um, So anyway, the first place I went, I'm a big Texas Roadhouse fan. I really am. As far as steakhouses go, uh, for being a chain, it's pretty goddamn good. I know I've talked about it before. But for, I wish I owned one, because every fucking one of them I've ever been to is goddamn full-on packed all day long. From whenever, whatever time they open till whatever time they close, it, there's a fucking line out the door. I don't know about yours, but I thought, well, fuck, it's, it's three in the afternoon. I knew, like, today is New Year's Eve, so I figured anything past about 5 o'clock is going to be busy as fuck. And anything around mid, you know, noon, 1 o'clock was going to be busy. But I was like, man, 3 o'clock is going to be perfect. I should hit the lull. I was fucking wrong. I, I've never... I, it was so fucking packed full that I walked in and walked out. I was like, fuck this. 
So then I found another steakhouse, which actually ended up being probably... I mean, the steak was as good. I won't say it was a better steak, but it was a nicer steakhouse. A little more uppity. Uh, I looked real nice in there in my fucking sweatpants. (laughs) I'm traveling like a fucking hobo here. Um, But... I'm going to count that as a success. Did I eat the bread and butter? I sure as fuck did. But I didn't eat the whole steak. And I'm bringing it home. And I had uh, fucking vinaigrette or, uh, I don't know, Italian dressing on it instead of ranch. I don't even know if that's better, but I think it is. (laughs) Less calories. I'll go over some things for next year, but let me get back to my, let me get back to where I was at. I had just finished off in Canada, and uh, that was my 18th species on the road to 29. Um, Do you guys hate when I do that? I don't know. I got a little bit of that from Bill Burr, and I'll be honest, that's kind of how, that's that's the douchiness that is me when I'm by myself. Always has been. I've always been a weird voice. My whole family does weird shit like that. My brothers do it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. That was actually one of my... What are those things called? New Year's resolutions. Which I'm not... I'm always... Writing them down. Or like putting them in my notes. Like the resolutions that I come up with. I don't know if I... I did go through mine this year. Um, There wasn't a lot of them. (laughs) So... I did... I think I did achieve most of them. And kind of... Uh, one of them was to shoot two new species with the recurve, uh, towards the 29. I did do that. And there was a certain amount of money that I was supposed to get my checking or excuse me, my savings account to, which I would be at if I had, if I was paid in full at the moment. So I feel pretty confident in that, because I've been floating this fucking, these cocksuckers, um, so I feel pretty good about that one, you know, it's there, it's just not there, um, and then I wanted to get to 185 pounds, which I was up until about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, and I decided that, hey, Christmas is coming, How about you just be a fucking retard and gain fucking 10 pounds? Uh, I actually was at like 178 pounds at one point, which I don't want to be much. That's a little, I don't know. Um, The whole pounds thing is kind of starting to lose its allure to me. I got one of them scales. I'm not even sure it works, but it tells you like body fat and shit like that. And that's what I'm going to base most of my... And, and appearance um, and measurements and that kind of shit now off of but 
Anyway, I think I weighed, before I left for this trip, like 193. Uh, that was on the high side on an evening, so I'm probably around 190, which is fine, which is fine. So I'm, I'm going to give myself the check marks on those items, but I probably don't deserve them. The old American way. All right, let's get back to it. Um, so after the moose hunt, came back, that was, uh, let's see, mid to late October, and then I was, uh, I was going to go, it was like, I don't remember what time, what, when we got back, like around the, I don't remember, got back, and, um, I was supposed to go hunt with Garrett in Oklahoma for deer, but I don't know, same deal. I just kind of wanted to be at home and, and I knew he needed to do some shit. So I was just like, Hey man, let's give it a couple weeks. And he told me the same thing. He's like, man, uh, after, after Halloween, it gets pretty fucking nutty down there. So we gave it a, you know, we had a couple weeks instead of like four days between that and that. And, uh, I, uh, spent some time with the family and then I, of course I'm still hunting and working, you know, when, when required. Um, but, uh, you know, fall is murder and management month or months. And, uh, I started chasing mule deer back home and ended up killing one of my better uh, Nebraska bucks. I was using the compound this time, and I have always done this. I've always grabbed the wheelie bow um, on a smaller percentage of my hunts. I enjoy it. I don't know. I don't choose it for any particular fucking reason or I don't know I don't even know what causes me I have it with me right now it's in the truck and I'm not planning on hauling it in on this first round but if we uh, my buddy Levi's coming and if he can't stay he can only stay for like four days and if in those first four days before I haul him back out on the four-wheeler if I am getting opportunities but longer shots or I think it's going to require a longer shot, I may grab the compound. I've already, I've shot a, a coos deer with the recurve, so it's not like I need the species. I just want to, yeah, I swear I like to hunt. Has not, I, I did a podcast with Brian Barney a while back and he was kind of asking me about, you know, the challenge of, of the recurve. It's not that. It's the, it's just, I, that's the way I like to hunt. I mean, most of the animals I shoot with the compound are fucking under 30 yards. Just just the way I enjoy hunting. But uh, the, the deer I shot this year, the mule deer, I'm glad I had the compound because we had like a fucking ice storm and all of the grass was just pure ice. So it sounded like you were walking through fucking crystals just or like broken glass. And... Uh, I have somehow found this deer 
in a draw and snuck up on the other side of the draw. I think he was around 50, if I remember right. You'd have to go back and listen to the podcast to get it exactly right, but I think he was around 50 yards. Picture perfect. He stood up. I fucking sent one. I thought I smoked him. Uh, Which I did, I guess, but I think he was quartering and I only got maybe like one lung liver, but I was shooting a big, I actually tried out an expandable on that one, and, uh, oh, fuck, he, he didn't go very far, he probably only went 50 yards and then laid back down and died right there, uh, but, so that was pretty awesome, I was pretty fucking ecstatic about that, and then after that, uh, wasn't too long after that, like, fuck, that was the end of October, and then, I don't know, in a week or so, I went to, down to Oklahoma, it sounds crazy, it sounds crazy to me, I, I know, this sounds, like, when I review my fucking year, I'm like, Jesus Christ, how do you have a wife, uh, she is the best woman in the world, uh, yeah, you can't have her. I, <laughs> she's, I am a very lucky man. Um, but anyway, I went to Oklahoma, met up with Garrett and uh, Sean Lundy. I got to meet him. I think he's a uh, used to be a Drury's guy. You might know him. We actually did a podcast. Uh, if you're a fan of his and he didn't, you didn't see him promoting it, that's because, uh, I did my normal thing, cuss and Garrett, you know, between the two of us, uh, I think he's, he's more straight, straight and narrow, at least in the public's eye, but anyway, I got to meet him, he was, he was in camp, he was pretty cool, um, any hoosh, uh, just name dropping, you probably don't even, honestly, I'll be honest, great dude, didn't even know, I, I don't, I barely know who the fucking Drury's are, like, people are always talking about, like, this Whitetail crew, or this crew, and I'm like, who the fuck is that, I didn't even know who the fucking hunting public was, until, like, a year ago, um, I had no fucking idea, but, yeah, whatever. I I don't I don't watch YouTube and I'm I'm not that die hard on uh, whitetail stuff. But any huge uh went down there, ended up uh had the, he had a really really big buck on camera and hunted him actually passed a fucking 9 point mature 9 point probably five years old fucking heavy he had a broken uh, main beam on one side not all of it though it was just a like the the front three or four inches was broke back that's all he didn't have his tines were fine and he's a great buck and the reason I'm telling you this is because I fucking passed him at 15 yards because I wanted that bigger buck that I had seen him the first I had pretty much seen him each sit um, and of course, it's Oklahoma. We're sitting corn. Uh, had cows fuck me. 
I mean, it was just a, a typical deal, but what I love is everybody's like, oh, fucking hunting corn. I mean, the other guys were struggling. They weren't seeing shit. It was a little warm. Uh, but anyway, I think it was like the third or fourth day that buck finally came in and he was nervous. He came in first thing, first light. I could just, before I could even see him, I, he he ran off like four times. And the wind was okay. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't blowing to him. He wasn't blowing. He was just nervous. I don't know what the fuck had him all wound up. But uh, he finally got light. And the, the feeder was about 25 yards. And I'm not a big fan, especially on whitetails, shooting with the recurve. I don't even like shooting with a compound much past about... I mean, 25 is okay, but I, I like them close. They're just so fucking fast. And a uh, lot... They can move so much by the time that arrow gets there. Um, I just prefer them to be closer. But he would not come to my hand corn, that little bastard. Uh, so anyway finally he acted like he was gonna go and I took my shot at 25 and hammered him hammered him (laughs) and uh, he ran up over the hill the crazy thing is I legitimately found him within I mean I trailed him for I, I waited the old fashioned 30 minutes then trailed so I probably found him within 45 minutes and a fucking coyote had already got on his ass end. They had already, he had already chewed, I mean, barely. Like, he chewed, like, a little bit of the hide up on the, by the tail. Like, he didn't get into any of the meat or nothing. Um, I, I had, must have walked right up on him right after he found him. But that was kind of crazy. Um, came home from that hunt and uh, had a, had let's see I think to finish off the year I had well I went coyote I I know whatever I just did the coyote the five I had a fucking amazing coyote experience where I shot five coyotes um that was exciting for me go listen to the podcast if you're at all interested in uh coyotes if you're a hater uh, non-trapper tra- just a real cunt go check out my reels and get fucking fired up get that baby get that baby fired up so it's back over so it gets over a million god damn it I should have fucking monetized that cocksucker at least I would have gotten something out of it you know <laughs> people act like I'm like I'm making money off of these fucking like I like I did it just for fucking money like I didn't I'm not I'm not monetized. I didn't even know I that it was gonna fucking be a big deal, nor did I get I mean what the fuck? Like it was just I don't I don't need to go back over that bullshit. Um but after that I uh I'd like those people to watch that fucking I like that same coyote that they're like all wound up about. That motherfucker would eat its goddamn mother if it could like if it was like if if the mother was fucking wounded it it would kill the fucking mom they're not the same as us I've seen coyotes fucking 
nip at wounded deer and just keep them moving. And, you know, they got the fucking deer's guts hanging out. It's just nipping at them. They're just fucking toying with them. Ugh, don't go there, Jake. Take the higher road. Okay. So after that, I had one more little tag that I needed to fill. Um, I mean, Nebraska's been kind of weird. I talked about it a little bit in in that Nebraska deer podcast. Numbers seem to be down. No clue why. We don't have massive fucking die-off, I don't think. I mean, no one that I know of has found dead deer. I just don't know what's going on. Uh, Numbers weren't great around here. And I didn't think I was going to fill my second buck tag. But Ryan called. He's like, dude, we don't have any fucking toads down here. But we got a couple of mature deer that... Or mature-ish deer. (laughs) Uh, If you want to shoot one, come on down. So I boogied on... Boogied on down. And... uh, the fucking 2023 you know ride that fucking magic carpet while it's there I got in the stand that night no clue even Ryan was like you're gonna wonder why you're sitting here cause it's just a fucking road on the edge of a big ass I think it was a wheat field he's like you're gonna wonder but he goes this this one eight point has been walking this fucking road we've seen him do it back in rifle season and he just did it last night he goes I just sit here we put this stand up during rifle season give it a try sure as fucking shit I sat in that stand and here come that buck walked down right down the fucking road and there was two bucks little tiny bucks off to my left he crossed right in front of me to go fucking posture up in front of them I stuck that fucking I used that I had the old compound I took the wheelie bow this year and in Nebraska, I guess. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'd already, I guess I'd already killed the, God, it doesn't matter, but I killed two bucks with my stick, three if you count the one in Alberta, and then, uh, grabbed the compound. Not justifying it, just saying, just saying. Um, God, what a moron. Um, yeah, put him down quick. I just feel, and I'm going to use the rainbow word here, blessed. I really do. I feel like this year was just abnormally awesome. And every year, like, it's funny. People at the end of the year are always like, wow, Jake. Wow. How are you going to ever top that one? How? And this is not me being arrogant. But I'm going to fucking try every fucking year to do better, to do better, to do better. Like, and whatever that means, sometimes that is, people don't like a numbers game. They don't like numbers. Some, some people look at <clears throat> high numbers of dead animals as, as a dick measuring contest over death. And... <laughs> <clears throat> it's not how I look at it. I look at... No, hunting is not a game, okay? Hunting is not a, a fucking game. You're dealing with animals' lives. You have to be a sportsman. You have to be an outdoorsman. You have to be uh, moral about it. 
But the caveat to that is Jesus. Every fucking thing in this world, everything in life is a fucking game, folks. Everything. Work, hunting. <laughs> I know I just said hunting is not a game, but stay with me here. Everything is 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 a is a game. Everything. To me, everything is a game. Do I take is 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 winning and success the only reason I hunt? Fuck, no, absolutely not. That's what I mean by hunting is not a game, okay? But what I do mean by hunting is a game is I want to be successful. I want to feel that adrenaline pump. I want to feel um, that whatever it is about achieving a goal. And that is why everything is a game. When you're working... You should fucking want to win at work. Not just get your paycheck at the end of the fucking week. You should want to have that boss want to give you a fucking raise every goddamn week. No, you're not going to get a raise. You're not going to get praise. Don't expect praise or a raise every week. But fucking deserve one every week. And that's how I look at, like, when I go to do a job, yeah, like, I don't have to uh, be in the field as much anymore. But when I am, like, there's a reason for it. Like, I'm going to fucking make money. That's the goal. And I'm not saying I'm going to screw somebody. I'm going to, I'm saying I have hopefully gotten efficient enough or good enough or willing to work harder to the point where I can make more money because my margins are less than everybody else's that I'm, that I'm working against, you know, these bigger companies, they got fucking huge margins because they've got fucking 12 guys in the office, a couple secretaries and you know, whatever, like there, there's a far bigger gap. And I can fucking snag some of that fucking profit from each one of those. That's 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 the best feeling in the world. Okay, so everything to me is a game. But do not do not misinterpret that as I only hunt because I want to win and I want to fucking post animals. That's not it. I would do this no matter what. Said it a million times. I did it before Instagram. I'll do it after Instagram. I'll do it when I don't have this podcast. I'll do it forever. That's what I enjoy. And it's always going to look different for me. Every year is different. Some years I'm looking at, uh, you know, man, this year you shot quite a few animals. This year you added a few more to your uh, North American Slam. Or, man, you went to uh, a couple different states, a couple different countries, whatever. Like there's always something to add to making it more successful than last year. It doesn't have to be, well, I shot 25 last year. I got to shoot at least 26 this year. Or I shot three Pope and Young animals last year. I got to shoot four this year. That's not it. That's not it for me. Um, it's more, I don't know. At the end of the year, when I go to 
put up my pictures, I know whether I uh, won or not, I guess, in my head. And, uh, you know, new game starts tomorrow. So let's talk about it. What is Jake's fucking... What are your... God, why can't... Jesus Christ. I need a fucking sponsor that gives me some fucking mental clarity. I said I was going to do this podcast all jacked up on Warrior Fuel, but I am not taking Warrior Fuel at this point in the day. Because I don't want to be up all night. I got to get up fucking 3 a.m. again tomorrow. And get into... Get in there and get fucking hunting. Um... But uh, my goals for 24, my resolutions, there it is. There's the word. Uh, I did write them down. I don't, I'm just going to kind of spitball here. Uh, One of them is two more animals on the 29 list. Uh, I want to be at 20. 2023. Four, I want to beat it. I want to be at twenty animals with the uh, with the old sticky bow. Um, there's a few that I want to try to get with the uh, with the wheelie bow, just because I haven't done it. Um, but that's yeah, that's not as important, I guess. One thing I have not talked about that is <clears throat> high on the old list. Um, and I'm probably shooting myself right in the dick by talking about it, but I am going to attempt to do 75 hard. I know you're all rolling your fucking eyes like, oh my God, this fucking douchefluencer, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? I liked following you before you were a fucking loser. Um, (laughs) to be honest... I've kind of always wanted to do it. I've had a, a few people that are fucking pretty hardcore motherfuckers message me and say, you should do 75 hard. They've done it. They fucking, I mean, one, the one guy that told me to do it, uh, he's been telling me to do it for a long time. He's done it like fucking six times. He runs ultra marathons now. Motherfucker's a hard son of a bitch. And he's like, ah, yeah, you give me motivation. I'm like, fuck that, dude. You're a fucking psychopath. Like, <laughs> like you just signed up for a fucking marathon in the mountains. What the fuck is, what? Or not a marathon, ultra marathon. A hundred mile in, uh... anyway. But everybody that's told me that, I'm like, I can't. I can't do it. Like, I, there is never 75 days in a row where I'm not going on a hunt. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it to a fucking T. Like, I am going to follow it and not... And it says, you know, like, I, I've read some shit on it. You you know, you can't count. Uh, you know, if you, if you have a physical job, you can't count, like, doing physical... So I'm not going to go, like, hunting and hike and... I mean... I'm not saying you couldn't do it, but I just, the whole time I was like, no, if I was ever going to do it, I'd want to fucking do it at home where I could stay on my routine of, of, uh, like maybe 
fairly intense cardio in the morning for 45 minutes outside because one of them's got to be outside one workout's got to be outside and then uh and you probably already know all this but i'm going over it so fuck off this is my podcast do it at one um you know i could do that run or backpack cardio something some kind of cardio in the morning like i already do and then in the evening afternoon time frame i can lift for 45 minutes which is pretty much what i already do um, the water thing doesn't bother me. I already do that. I already drink a gallon of water a day most days. Um, just because I chug water. I'm not a big... I don't like water, but I chug it when I'm working out. And or all morning, I, for some reason, chug my water. Um, reading. Reading 10 pages of a nonfiction book. That could... You know, now that I, what I've been doing, I've been kind of already doing this just to prepare myself. I've been doing uh, five miles outside, which is under 45 minutes now. But when I get to doing it, I'll just fucking finish it out or whatever. I'll figure it out. Run six. I don't know. Um, And then I'll get in the sauna for 30 minutes. And that's where I've been reading my book. So I can, I think that, you know, 30 minutes ought to get me to 10 pages. I'm a terrible fucking reader, but I might actually have the time to read. And then, uh, you know, I am a douche fluencer, so I do cold plunge after that. My mornings are fairly uh, entailed right now because I start uh, with like 20 minutes of stretching and then I run and then I sauna, and then I cold plunge. I feel fucking fantastic after that. Of course, I'm hungry as fuck, though. I'm, that's, that is the only part of that fucking challenge that I am at all worried about. At all. I can do all of it as long as I'm at home. I can do all of it except for nutrition. That's the fucking one thing that I just... I don't know. I'm just nervous as fuck. Um, I tried going on the carnivore diet for like... And I lasted like a week... I did not, like, I am fucking, I said it before, I am so hooked on sugar. It's fucking bad. But, uh, I think I've got a plan now. I've been kind of back and forth ever since I started that, uh, carnivore. It's not carnivore. I'm doing, uh, like, animal-based, mostly organic. And I'm very, (laughs) for a guy that's been eating... Uh, lots and lots of cookies, scotcheroos, and pie for last month. Um, I'm very intently um, excited about doing the diet the way that... And I want to do it to a point where I can continue doing mostly whole foods and organic foods. And I know that sounds like a real fucking... uh, granola bullshit douchebag thing but I'm telling you maybe some of this stuff about sugar is maybe a little embellished but it's not it can't be like it's gotta be fucking poison cause I am so it is I can imagine it is exactly like being addicted to fucking heroin I mean I'll tell you like I'll, I'll fucking 
if I let myself, like if I let myself say, oh, I'm not counting calories today, I'm not dieting today, I, I, I didn't even, I, people have actually told me, they're like, that's impressive. Like what you can do, what I can eat is fucking impressive. And I don't have a, I don't have an off button with sweets. I just don't. Like it's, it's fucking terrible. The only way I have, the only way I can deal with it is if I fucking moderate it and make myself cut it back. So what I'm hoping that is within the 75 days of cutting out mostly sugar. Now I'm still going to fucking eat fruit and honey because I I can't not. And I, I think I'm going to allow myself, um, I think I'm going to allow myself, um, organic peanut butter moderately though. Like it has to fit within my budgeted calories for the day. And I may limit it, limit it, um, to like two servings or something. I don't know, but for whatever reason, my gut really doesn't get, doesn't, maybe it does. Maybe it does get bothered by peanuts and I should cut, I may try to cut it out for a while, but I'm going to probably go back to it, um, because I enjoy it. I don't want to not enjoy my food. I want to enjoy food. Honey, same thing. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to moderate it. Um, I need carbs. If I'm going to fucking work out and do hard cardio every single day, I've got to have fucking carbs. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking go there without carbs. Um, and I'm going to allow myself, uh, a ribeye a week, at least, if not two, because I mean, we have a lot of wild game. I gave a lot away this year, uh, but we have a lot of wild game and you can only eat so much dry meat. And I, I love wild game. I really do. I fucking all house, um, you know, burgers. We don't put any fat in our burgers. We don't add anything to it. It's just pure venison. Um, the steaks, you know, all our back straps, all that stuff. I love it. I fucking love it. But at a certain point, I want a juicy fucking steak. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, you, I see all these motherfuckers that are on the carnivore diet. Yeah. And they're all fucking like crazy. Like, I love that one guy. Uh, fuck, what's his name? He's always like sitting there and they all, for whatever reason, carnivore, I'm going to have to get me a giant fucking cutting board and a fucking huge knife. Because that's, the, <laughs> I think that's the fucking way you have to do it. Um, he's like sitting there while some vegan talks shit or somebody says something good about meat and he's just eating a fucking giant ribeye, juicy fucking beautiful looking piece of meat. And I think a lot of people that are on the carnivore diet that are fairly wealthy because it costs, I mean, I'm, I, if I was single and I made the money I do and I didn't live the lifestyle I do with the hunting and the fucking around. I could eat a steak every single day for every meal, but it would fucking get a little, Oh, <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, I mean, so anywho, um, yeah, that we're going to be, and I say we, my wife would hate this. She doesn't, she's not, 
into the whole public uh, announcements thing, and I get it. I'm not. I shouldn't be either. I'll tell you right now. If I fail, I'll fucking let you guys know. I did on the fucking diet. I made it like a week and a half, and then I was fucking... I think I was snorting cupcakes or something on, on Instagram. I don't know. It was fucking bad. Or uh, Scotcheroos, maybe. I don't remember. But I... I uh, yeah, I, I'll tell you if I fucking fail. 100%. I'm not going to fucking... And I'm not saying like, oh, look at me. I'm fucking legit. Uh, I got no... Who gives a fuck? Failure's part of it. Failure's part of life. I fail all the fucking time. Um, but I feel like... I'm going to piss everybody off because I'm going to post everything. Fucking everything. You don't like it? Fucking unfollow me. All right? Go follow Snyder. I don't... I Just unfollow me. I don't... Or mute me. I don't give a shit. Like, there is going to be a few people that are going to gain some kind of motivation out of it. And I gain motivation out of it because... For one, it holds me accountable. And two, it uh, I get these messages from guys like, oh man, I'm going to, you know, I've been dieting for fucking two weeks now, uh, feeling great, or I've been, you know, running a, a fucking 5K a day. I get all these messages. It's awesome. And that makes me be like, hey, you cannot be a fucking vagina. You have to go, you have to go fucking work out. You can't fail this, this because people are watching like it whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing as far as you know like yeah you should be mentally tough enough to do it without that and I I'll tell you right now I am like I can do it like if I said you're doing this throw the phone in the garbage do it whatever like I can force myself to do shit that's uncomfortable that I don't want to do uh but why Why does it matter? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just going to share it. Somebody gets something out of it, great. If I... If it helps me get through it, great. Fucking succeeded. So, all that long-winded bullshit. Uh, again, my wife's going to do it with me. Um, she's not going to be as vocal about it. <laughs> but we're going to give it a shot. We're going to give it a whirl. Because I've got... After this hunt, I've got... Uh, almost exactly three months until I've got to a. Uh, I'm headed to New Zealand. Um, that will be my first big hunt of the year. Um, obviously, uh, I'm not going to share a lot about it. I'm not going with an outfitter. Um, I got a, a guy that uh, has some ins and outs. We kind of became friends online. Yeah, I might get murdered. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This guy seems legit. He does uh, kill some tar. I've wanted to kill a tar for fucking forever. Like, that's one of my top animals on my bucket list. Um, so anyway, me and my wife are going to go. She's going to hang out with her friend, a girlfriend. And I'm going to go hunt for a few days. We'll see how it goes. Um, uh, obviously, what I'm doing spring turkey and uh, hopefully gonna go shoot a bear at some point somewhere maybe Wyoming maybe Idaho maybe Alaska 
maybe Canada. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I want to shoot at least one bear this spring. I'm already out of fucking bear fat. And, uh, yeah. So I'm going to do, I'm going to try to do a bear hunt. Uh, work is going to be a little bit crazy. I, I finally got contract, a contract on, uh, one of the big jobs that I bid like a fucking year ago. Um, and then the other one is a go. We just don't have the contract on it just yet. So that's kind of, you know, I'm pretty packed full as far as work goes for, for, uh, next year. So it'll be interesting to see how that lines out with, um, since those jobs were bid so long ago, I, I like to get, put my work. So we're kind of finishing up <clears throat> the bigger shit by the time I'm, by the time falls rolling around. So we'll see how it goes because if it's getting a late start, it may be maybe a little touch and go there in August. Um, Garrett wants me to come back to Africa and I want to go back to Africa. I just don't know. I know what you're thinking. Fucking New Zealand and Africa. What the fuck? Um, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like these two, like, whatever. Go fuck yourself. I spend 90% of my money that doesn't go to my kids or my, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I spend, I spend way more on hunting than I should. It's not like I make a, a crazy amount. I just don't have any bills as far as other than every other everyday bills and the stuff I put away for my kids to keep my family safe and happy. Uh, everything else is hunting. So I might do Africa. We'll see. We'll see how things are, are rolling at work sometime in June and then uh, I've got a uh, caribou hunt it'd be my last caribou that I can get because um, whatever species that's you can't do the uh, uh, what is it um, fuck I don't remember one of those species is Quebec the Quebec Labrador I never got that species and it's shut down right now and I don't know if it'll ever come back. If it does, I probably won't be able to afford it anyway. But this is my last, the barren ground, uh, Canadian barren ground. So I'm going after that in end of August. And after that, honestly, I don't know. It depends on the draws, but I kind of want to dedicate my September, the rest of my September to elk hunting. And I said that last year. And I had a good tag, and I didn't do it. But this year, I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to try to go at the towards the end of September and hunt Roosevelt's, which I've really, really put off because I fucking hate really dense. <laughs> like hunting elk in really dense cover is like not that interesting to me, um, but. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully I can... I'll shoot any legal animal. I mean, whatever. Like, I, if I can buy an either sex tag, I'll shoot a cow. I don't give a shit. Like, whatever. Doesn't matter to me. Um, I just want to get the species, get the meat. And uh, so I'm going to try to dedicate some time to elk hunting this year. Uh, hopefully I've got some points in different or different areas but nothing that's a sure thing still haven't drawn my Nebraska tag so that's always out there and that that'd be a fucking 
awesome hunt. Expensive, because I'll have to, you know, kiss up to these ranchers that forgot that I did fucking free work for them two years ago. Um, <laughs> with the intentions on getting on their good side. For this reason, um, but I'll do the normal stuff, South Dakota, uh, deer and antelope, Nebraska deer and antelope, and I'm going to go back to Oklahoma with Garrett, hunt deer, whitetails down there. I think that's about all that I have, like, kind of shirred up on the roster, if you will. Uh, pretty excited sounds like a crazy year again but you know like I said gotta keep fucking rolling um yeah feeling feeling good at work feeling good with uh the hunting schedule feeling even better with the the home life my wife's excited about doing the challenge I'm excited to try to get my kids to stop eating so much fucking sugar my god I feel like I'm just poisoning my children and I just, I want them to be not so addicted to fucking sugar as and, and processed garbage as I am. Now, my daughter hates bread. She fucking hates it. Like she does, and they love, their favorite fucking meal is ribeye steak, granted, ribeye steak, cut up, now I will say, they do dip it in some shit, um, they dip it in either ranch or ketchup, you know, whatever, it is, they're kids, alright, but, um, they do eat that really well, they eat vegetables extremely well, I didn't even know what an anamame was, until my wife started buying them, my son eats those like fucking candy, um, I don't know, you know, they eat pretty good, they eat really good with fruit, um, fruit, veggies, and meat, most meat, they don't really like it when it's put in things, um, but regardless, and I mean like chilies or stuff like that, they don't eat it as well, ground meat as well, uh, whole meat they eat a lot better, but I'm trying to just get them, I don't, like, in the mornings, I, I let them have fucking cereal or those Laura bars that have sugar in them. I'm sure the Laura bar is far better than the cereal as far as ingredient-wise. But, um, yeah, I'm just... I'm going to try to get my kids to eat a little better. They don't eat shit, you know. Like It's always a battle. Um, how'd you get on fucking... We don't give a shit about your kids eating the way they eat, Jake. Every kid doesn't eat where the fuck. All right, all right. This podcast is far too long. We'll see how many people actually listen to the whole goddamn thing. (laughs) Uh, Go check out. I got a giveaway going on. You won't hear much from me for the next week or so. I'll be out in the Wilderwoods. And uh, I'm going to try to get this posted up tonight so that it's done because I'm going to lose service here pretty soon and be out um yeah I don't know I all in all honesty thank you for listening I truly did not imagine it's been like two years that I've been doing this shitbag podcast 
And I cannot even fucking fathom. Now, it hasn't grown a lot. It stays pretty consistent. So I think (laughs) the same listeners are staying. But I get a lot of messages from guys that are, hey, man, I just found your podcast. Like, holy shit, I fucking couldn't stop laughing. Or, hey, man, fucking love the podcast. Keep it up. Keep it, you know, keep being real. I enjoy that because this is not any... Yeah, I'm not trying to make this into anything, but it is enjoyable. To It's nice to know that people enjoy it. Like, I'm not... I don't want to do something if it's not at least helping a few people. And it seems like it is. That's why I keep doing the Instagram thing. That's why I keep doing this. Putting up with the fucking douchebags that comment. Um, but uh, anyways, I appreciate it. I really do. Have a happy new year. And get your asses back to work. Not tomorrow, though. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow's New Year's Day. Take the day for... Take the day on me. But you fucking be at work ten minutes early on Tuesday, you cunts. All right, see ya.